On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we are hanging out at Lake Ivanhoe Park, socially distanced, of course. Playing frisbee and stealing babies. Welcome to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the guy the whale swallowed before Jonah. Bona. Brenda the o- <laughs> Brenda O'Connor from Bungalore.com. Bona and the Whale. Bona. That has a good ring to it. Thanks, man. I just made it up. You could be a exhibit over at Holy Land. I am an exhibit over at Holy Land. <laughs> Whatnottodo.com. <laughs> We're hanging out at a park. We are. We're at Lake Ivanhoe Park. Is that what it's called? Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a sign. You missed the sign when you oh. came in, I think. I don't read. Yeah, but uh, or you can't read, probably. <laughs> oh. uh, we're over in college Illiteracy is funny. We're over in College Park, kind of near I-4 by Lake Ivanhoe, hence the name, yeah. Lake Ivanhoe Park. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, a lot of lot of people in this park, actually. A little, like, too many people. We're social. Well, I mean, to be fair, we're here, so yeah. we're, we're socially distanced from everybody, though. Yeah, I f- don't you I think? Anyway. Yeah, and and I'm just within sightline. I can still see these bros playing frisbee. Yeah, like you didn't purposely set up your chair so you could watch them play frisbee. There's a lot of chesticles on display right uh-huh. now. I just want to say on record, frisbee's probably not the most COVID friendly. Maybe well, COVID nineteen well, very friendly. They're far away from each other, right? <laughs> they are, but the frisbee isn't. True. <laughs> Might True. as well just be licking each other's faces. Well, maybe they all they know each. Too. Maybe they all live with each other, and they all know they don't have COVID. All right. And so they're throwing a frisbee, or they're uh, disinfecting it every time they throw it. They are not. <laughs> <laughs> Here on Bungalow in the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, including. Where we are right now. College Park. Yeah. Also Ivanhoe Village and Winter Park and Sodo and Mills 50 and all around, even downtown Orlando, which is kind of slow right now. It is a little slow. Actually, did you just, I just saw in the news. Oh, uh, you are the news, Brendan. <laughs> in someone else's news that the, like, Ge- what's the Geiger meter seismograph? Are, are you talking about earthquakes? Yeah. Okay. They have those. In cities, they're saying it's, like, basically nothing. Yeah? Cities are sleeping. I feel like we don't get a lot of earthquakes here in Florida. No, but they have them anyway, just in case, right? I'm sure. I bet you could use them to sense sinkholes before they happen. Maybe. I mean, probably by the time the sinkhole happens, it's a little too late, though. <laughs> you always got to run drills. You got to be ready. Sinkhole <laughs> drills. I do that every every five minutes. Yeah, know? but this is a beautiful park we're in. If you've uh, never been... I, I'm not very good with directions, so I don't know what side of the Lake Ivanhoe we're if on. If you're going north on Orange Avenue, you take a left at Washburn Imports and go underneath I-4. There you go. And you take your first left, and you'll find yourself here. They actually, the I-4 Ultimate, it cut down a bunch of old oak trees on the southern tip of this park. Yeah, it did. Uh, but you can't even really notice it where we are right now. This is beautiful. Nice little breeze. Black, yeah. red, red wing black birds flying all over the place. It's it's a nice park, so yeah. come check it out. John, uh, what was your week like so far? I had a busy week, Brendan. We had a interesting event with the Orange County Sheriff's Office. We surprised the doctors and nurses and medical staff over at the Advent Health Orlando location. I watched it. I watched the video. It was did you so- watch the live video or did you watch 
watched the, live the one video. I did. I watched the live video, and I watched you doing your video in the live video. Oh, okay. Because someone was like, oh, this is happening right now. And I was like, yeah, man, that's my boy John. Yeah. So I didn't do the live one. I did the, the recap. Okay. And so, yeah, we, we surprised all them and uh, thanked them for all the hard work they're doing. And a lot of it was shift change. And it was so a lot of party. people. A lot of people came out and took photos, and it was a little close. You little guys close. Are, you guys yeah, are a little close. I figured they're all medical staff, and you know they're working close to each other anyway. So okay, I was worried. I, about I feel you. fine. I was worried about you. I'm all right. He was like you were like a wartime reporter, a little that, bit. That's only, what it looked like to me. Only not as scary. You're out in the fray. Yeah, it was fun though. It was good. They all really, really, really appreciated it, and uh, video's done really well on Facebook, so go check that out and go to the Sheriff's Office website and, um, see I, it in the Facebook page. I did a video today. What'd you do? I was hanging out with the folks over at Art and History Museum's Maitland. Ah, okay. And I got an architecture tour from their new architecture tour person. Nice. Uh, Katie Benson. I'm sure that's not all she does, but that's what she did today. And it was actually really cool. And everybody's watching live videos right now. Oh, what else they got to do? I, apparently nothing. Cause <laughs> we have a lot of people watching. I love seeing those numbers tick up. Uh, I think we're going to keep doing stuff like that. Little tours of cool arts and culture organizations. That's great. Stay tuned for that. Uh, we're still looking for an FM transmitter, John. No luck? No luck. Nobody reached out to you? No. So if you guys have an FM transmitter, we want to <laughs> do a drive-in movie. I know one of you guys has one just sitting in your garage. Have you ever heard of those like, like rural radio stations where they're like, Maud has three <laughs> goats that she wants to trade for uh, a yeah. batch of eggs. This is what we're doing right now I on like the radio. It. It's, uh, I just saw... Grandma Jean driving into town. She must be out of eggs. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. You know, the we're across the, the lake from the church over there where they do drive-in service. Perhaps they have an FM transmitter. Oh, if anybody out there's got one, I want to know about it. Let All me right. know. Well, maybe we'll pay you some monies for it. Uh, I want to say shout out to some of our Instagram winners this week. We had a Moscow Mule kit that we gave away from Treaty Oak, Treaty Oak Distilling. And we gave that to Sean J.P. Moore. He's an ER dude. He won that Instagram contest just by playing along. I just had to tag a friend, and he won it. Ah. Uh, and then we also gave away a four-pack of beer from Hourglass Brewing to a guy whose name I forget. Where is it? I don't have it in here. Whatever. He knows that he won. Uh, super nice guy. I'm glad he got it. He's from WFTV. He's oh. a sports broadcaster. And oh, okay. I'm, I'm really embarrassed. I don't have his name written Yeah, uh, You're not a big sports guy. <laughs> no. If you want to win something, <laughs> we're giving away an awesome growler keg. And some laser kitten apocalypse glassware. <laughs> if just those words put together sounds exciting to you, wait until you see how cute they are. It looks like a Lisa Frank apocalypse glass. Is this from our eyeglass maker friend? Uh, no, these no. are like glasses that you put drinks in. Oh, I'm thinking like glass, like sunglasses. <laughs> no, just look oh, at- I thought they shot lasers out or something. <laughs> they- just in your brain. Ah. You smoke enough, everything shoots lasers. <laughs> uh, head on over to our Instagram account. Hourglass Brewing is giving that away, and we'll be no- announcing the winner next Monday. Uh, so you've got a little bit of time. And then we also have that Pick Up Orlando thing that's going on. Is that still going going on? S- still going, man, as long as we're all at home. If you're taking pictures of your curbside food pickups... Uh, use the hashtag Pick Up Orlando. That qualifies you to win a prize. That WFTV guy won his four pack of beer 
just for using that hashtag, the next prize is from Digress Wine, and oh. it's three bottles of wine. I got a Digress shirt on right now. I saw it. I, I had to look <laughs> down, and I thought I wore this today. I do that when I'm looking for my belly button. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to win three bottles, man, use that hashtag. hashtag has, pick has, up this reminds me, Brendan, has uh, anybody really upped their curbside pickup game? And what I mean by this, uh-huh. I think you could really have fun with costumes and... Things like that oh, as no. like a... Not so much like I, that. I would do that. I feel like if I owned a restaurant, I would have somebody out there like... Like a unicorn's bringing it exactly, to you. Exactly. It's or, Unicorn Tuesday. Yeah, or dancing around or, or thinking, I mean, thinking outside the yeah. box. No, I agree. I think everyone's just tired. I know. No, I know. <laughs> Christian Brewey. WFTV. He's the guy that won. Oh, okay. Shout out Christian Brewing. <laughs> right. uh, I thought you were going to start a new brewery no, called Christian no. Brewing. Uh, <laughs> some, who did... I just had a a pickup from Buca de Beppo. Buca de Beppo. I just Beppo. like saying I only have ever eaten at Buca de Beppo. I think this was my second time. They they don't they didn't have them where I grew up, and they might now, but they don't they didn't. And so uh, Buca de Beppo. They're doing uh, family meals. Well, that's what they normally do. That's like their thing, right? But now they're doing family takeout, and it's curbside. They have that little drive through that you can just pop in, pop out, and uh, shout out to Chef uh, Justin. Chef Justin. Who likes us a lot. Sounds like a very Italian us. chef name. <laughs> not, not quite. We'll call him <laughs> Justino. And he uh, he really hooked it up last night. So good. Way too much food. Yeah? Uh, lemon lemon chicken, basically. And like Alfredo pasta. Like nice. everything I'm not supposed to be eating. It was too much. Uh, but delicious. And like 35 bucks. Can't beat that. No, man. And it'll feed an army. So go check them out. Have you? Where else have you eaten this week? Uh, I don't know if I've even gone out this week. I think we've. I think we've been eating at home, which means I'm not doing my my job to support local businesses. <laughs> I've just been kind of busy with stuff, and we've had a bunch of food at the house. You got the weekend. John. I, 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 I know. I know. I need to do better. I don't want to shame you. Then so well, I'm not you gonna just rhyme did. Off. I'm not going to rhyme. Them just off. did. I should have made something <laughs> up. Bagel Bruno opened back up. That's good. They're doing their takeout. Yeah, I love to see them. I, I didn't understand why they were closed. They have a takeout window, but they've opened back up. And uh, the Hammered Lamb, they must have worked something out with their permitting because they were forced to close because they're zoned as a, a bar. Uh, but they were back open this week, too, and they were serving up brunch. So shout did, out to them. Brendan, did you celebrate 407 Day? <laughs> uh, no. 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 How come? Because I'm kind of doing it every day. Oh. <laughs> and, and that initiative is, is sponsored by Visit Orlando. Oh, was it? Yeah, and the county—I mean, the county pitched in on that too, right? Yeah, I think mostly because, well, they're kind of the same thing, right? They well, do no, a lot of their initiatives. Entities. They are, but their initiatives are always kind of well, they work together. Hand. Yeah, yeah, like the the signature dish thing that oh, was yeah. county and visit Orlando. Yeah. yeah. So this four hundred seven day was also the same thing. They didn't reach out to me, so I was kind of like, I'm not going to write about it unless they make me because uh-huh. I'm already doing pickup stuff. Um. I guess I, I kind of heard about it late. I wasn't sure. Like, was it an effort that was planned out early or? Like a week in advance. Okay. All I right. Yeah. I guess I saw it kind of closer to the actual day. Yeah. They, it should be 407 week, you know? And then, like, in can, can I air a grievance? Sure. I this feel this like, is what we do here, Brendan. You, this is what you do. You pepper it until I get in trouble. So that's, <laughs> I'm going to say something to get in trouble. Uh, I get it. Right? It's cute. Cute, cute and easy for them to do. Uh, what we need right now is not cute and easy. What we need is like a full out 
blasting campaign. And they have the money to put a real campaign into effect. Visit Orlando? Visit Orlando. And it needs to be more than a one-day go-out-and-get-pickup initiative. It needs to be, we're going to help these local restaurants get online. We're going to, like, they have the money for that. Uh, why not do it? I mean, could you turn it into almost like a magical dining month? I mean, they're the ones that are behind that. And that's yes. a big deal. It and is. And that does well every year, and it grows and grows. And so I, I see what you mean. I think you're right. You know, can you put, even if it's not money, just put the force of your, your weight of your organization behind it to say, look, we're going to really push this. Because what I was alluding to is that, you know, I love the idea that to go support your local restaurants and here in the 407, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I just didn't hear about it until like 406. So, <laughs> <laughs> and you need to plan. Yeah. So and, John, and maybe it was just like, hey, next week's 407, let's do this. And I'm not going to put them down. No. Well, you did. I'm just, I don't want, to, I don't think I'm putting them down. I think it's more of like a challenge of you. They are in the unique position of having their funding for this year, right? They have from the state assets that nobody else has and, and they could make a real impact with local restaurants and businesses right now. And they, they should be doing more than a one day. I guess I wonder if they're really thinking six weeks in advance, like how are we going to be ready for when hopefully things open or six, eight, 10 weeks. I don't know the number. And then they're like, all right, what are we going to do to promote Disney and universal and sea world and, and sort of the bigger players when they finally open and not what's happening with maybe some of our smaller organizations. Well, and that's, well, yeah, you know what? And that comes across, which actually makes it sadder. For and But that's their members. Right? I mean, to be fair to them, I mean, they're, they're members who sort of also are part of Visit Orlando. Yeah, if it's public funds, you can't be member limited. And it's it's public funds to bring I think they're, do- I shouldn't say member. I mean, they're they're more involved in the organization. Yeah, well, they you could they prefer they give preference to members of their of their group, yeah. and that's and I don't agree with that. But and those groups, to be fair, also bring in a lot more people than maybe say a pizza place in College Park. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if that's I if their job is to use public tax dollars to invigorate local economy through tourism. Uh, that also includes mom and pop shops, and, and it, they need to make sure that's equi- equitably spent. Did I say that right? I think so. Equitably. <laughs> but I do, I do think you know, concentrating on what's happening now is important because, yeah, it is important to think about six, eight, ten weeks from now. But you know, today yeah. is really important for a lot of small businesses. I also recognize here. it's very easy for me to be sitting in a park <laughs> questioning at what they're doing. You know, when they're like in the heat of it, trying to figure out how all those dollars get spent and when it is public dollars it's a lot harder to get that through uh-huh. right you can't just say i'm doing this and then do it the next day yeah yeah but i would like to see it go further keep supporting your local restaurants uh did you see Publix is going one way they are they are one way one way in their aisles have you been shopping at Publix lately are you a fresh market person uh you know what i I am more of a fresh market person, but yeah. just the sense that high dollars here, <laughs> big spender. I know next Scotty. To me, it's Scotty hates that. He hates that. He's like, I'm not spending two dollars more on broccoli at fresh market when it's not even as good. Let's go to Publix. And uh-huh. my answer is, 
There's way too many people at Publix, Scotty. <laughs> I'm not going there right now. I would rather pay $2 extra and not have to squish next to someone's grandma. Yeah. You know, but Publix has made it a little bit easier, and now they, they're one-way trafficking all their aisles. Yeah, I saw it. So did they just, like, put tape on the ground that said this is the one way <laughs> they did little blue tape arrows uh indicating the direction of where people should be walking and then they put little x's to keep you from going down the aisles it's a good idea because i have been there before and um a, a lot of times and when you start going back and forth on the aisles you get a little crowded and then you're like all right is that person gonna go ahead they're gonna go back you know is it my turn to go get the sugar or the or the uh, look at this beautiful husky dog. <laughs> we got some beautiful dogs walking through the park right now. <laughs> so you know, I I like. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. What is that? Uh, sorry, man. I was we exited from our regular programming there for a hot second. Took a little break for one second. We saw somebody that we wanted to chat yeah, with. An Orlando Sentinel reporter was just walking by. We're not going to say who because he just gave us a scoop. Or uh, she. Or she. <laughs> or they. I don't want to. Why do I have to gender people, right? <laughs> Who am I to say what gender they are? Uh, you go ahead and say it. Sounds like they. they uh, a lot of news organizations across the country are, are making some of their reporters, employees take pay cuts. Sounds like they're doing this at the Sentinel now, too. Everybody. Everybody. Like, maybe even company-wide at Tribune Publishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said they had to take a 20% pay cut. Did he say 20%? He just had a pay cut. He, she, it, said, yeah. yeah. And then perhaps a, uh, uh, like, a that was a good severance package is what I heard. Yeah, it said uh, the person told us that they could either take a pay cut or possibly get a severance package and but, leave or like a buyout yeah but sounds like a lot of people might be just taking the pay cut it's tough it's tough times right now 20 percent pay cut i don't know if that's true i just i, I made that up it's just kind of a <laughs> like you know they're doing it now because they're like hey man take this pay cut now and keep your job or uh, take this handout and leave and probably not get another job because I mean, everybody's going into a depression after I'm, this. I'm sure, like a lot of industries, though, I mean, their advertising's down and they got to make cuts and figure things out and yeah. they're going to pass that on to their employees. I won't make light of it because I don't want it to happen to me. No. no. no it's <laughs> tough. I mean, it's tough all around. I mean, Disney's taking furloughs, Universal's, you know, doing their thing. and Disney hasn't. They're they're notoriously not saying anything, right, about when they're opening up again. No, but their furloughs start April nineteenth. Yeah, and and actually, they're they've suspended their other international program, which is the program that I was on, uh, through June. Yeah, and I somebody uh, I was just reading this interview with a like a financial dude, and he was saying you probably won't see them up and running like at a hundred percent for like a year. I believe it. I believe it. Right? Yeah. It's going to take time. I think I saw, I thought I saw somewhere online that said, you know, Universal doesn't expect to open until at least June. June. I thought I saw that. June. Yeah. I don't even know what to do. What is this word? How are we doing on time? We're good. Uh, I got all kerfuffled there. I know. I know. Well, it doesn't happen every day where we get news while we're doing our show. Scooped. From somebody who is just walking by. We better, I'm going to have to leak this as a podcast before the Sentinel gets to write so? about it themselves. I don't know if they'll write about it. Every now and then they write about their own industry. Yeah, on but that Orlando Sentinel Guild, which they've been 
trying to well, fight. Well, they had to, so trying. so that's a good point, Brendan. So the guild they were trying to create a union there at the Sentinel, and that was going to be up for a vote on the 25th of March, yeah. but they pushed that back because of coronavirus right? stuff. So it's not interesting. Like, oh, we can't right now because of coronavirus. Uh-huh. We can't vote on it. Uh, but what we can do is give you a massive pay cut. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll pick this up later Yeah, in a few months. Yeah, and I don't know if a union could have stopped that or not, but you might have a little more power if you had one yeah. right now, but they, they couldn't do the vote on it, so they haven't organized All right, it officially. I got, I'll give you some good news. Here's okay, good, good news. news. I want to hear some good news. Milk money. You got some milk money. Milk money. <laughs> the uh, Milk District Main Street, they're launching this new gift certificate program. You pay $7.50 and you get a $10 gift certificate. Oh, sounds like Groupon. Yeah, except <laughs> it's like district. It, you could only use it at participating businesses in the Milk District. Oh. Which I think is super cool. And it's a lot of different businesses. Milk money, huh? Yeah, man. Where do I get milk money at? At the Milk District website. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just type Milk District. It's a bungalore.com search bar, and it'll pop right up. Is there some sort of like new business opening up in Milk District? Maybe not. Uh, I thought I saw something. Not that I know. Okay, of. never mind then. I don't know. I like what they're doing. They're doing some really innovative programming versus uh, some of the more non-traditional or more traditional Main Street districts, which are, aren't doing much. Are you talking about my district? I'm, I'm talking about College name Park. Names. I'm not gonna, we do a lot of work with College Park. I like them a lot. We have a very set standard here in College Park. <laughs> we don't like to do anything too crazy. No, I think they're doing a great milk job. money. Milk what? district, though, it's interesting. Milk. They're doing that. They also put out these like signs in front of every business that's open for curbside and delivery. Oh. So as you're cruising by. You'll see this sign like, oh, that's cool. Like, And they did it for free. They paid for it themselves. So uh, I like that. I, like I think this innovative is a thinking. chance for Mr. Gold to come back and wave outside of a business. This is, if there was ever time for like a sign waiver, it's now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, city council is voting. Well, you know, I'll do, I'll do another good news. Uh, local vintage shop wants to buy all your lightly used, lovingly used uh, vintage clothing. All of it? Yeah, Orlando. Well, maybe. It has to be cool. Orlando Vintage Clothing and Costume in College Park uh, is offering to buy your lightly used items. And that means everything from jewelry to denim or like 50s, 60s, and 90s pieces. And uh, these they actually clothe... Um, like the Walking Dead actors, and they work for uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Really? So she's using this downtime because everything's been suspended. And everybody's cleaning out their closets she's and their attics yeah, and their so garages. If you need a couple extra dollars and you've got some moo-moos. That you I got need some moo-moos. <laughs> you don't want to get rid of them, though. No, i got to keep my moo-moos. Keep those moo-moos. Uh, we good? We're good. Let's go to break. Let's, Let's go take to a break. little break. Go to Brendan. break. We'll come back, and I'll tell you all about bunnies and uh, Dr. Phillips forming arts underneath the city to pay their bills. Okay. An Orange County Library system card gives you access to digital resources right now. Audiobooks, ebooks, movies, music, classes, and more. Get your card at OCLS.info slash get your card. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to Bungalow on the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm a lonely spider that writes words and cobwebs over pigs. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalow.com. That is so pig. <laughs> Spectacular. Salutations. <laughs> Salute what? It means oh, hello. Charlotte's And well. then the three spiders at the end are like, we'll stay here with you. And then all the other ones are like, bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs> Peace out. Yeah, they just all leave, and then those three stay. That was, as you could tell, that was one of my favorite movies as a youngster. I used to get it from the library all the time. It's been a while since I've seen you smile that wide. Well, you think you see Templeton going around that fair eating all those old apples and stuff. He's the rat. Yeah, he's Uh, the rat. Didn't he try to steal an old egg? Yes. Oh, that Templeton. On Bungalow or the Bus, we talk <laughs> We about- just talk about Charlotte's Web. This is a Charlotte's Web podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. We also talk about headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhood. Mostly Charlotte's Web, Most- though. <laughs> Before the break, uh, I teased you a little bit. The city council is voting on offsetting the Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center expenses. Oh. Mm-hmm, possibly for the next 10 months. 10 months. I know they've had to cancel a lot of shows over there. They have. And so they have a fund that's set aside where the city puts in money every year anyway, just in case they need money for like repairs, you know, little surprise expenses. And they, the fund has six, like over $6 million, $6,230,000 in it. And generally they're capped at $500,000 worth of expenses for repairs and upkeep a year. They are asking for $250,000 a month for every month for the next 10 months. Is that for staff? Uh, I know. I think it's mostly for like just upkeep and electric. And- I mean, you got to pay security still. You got to pay maintenance. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I haven't heard. Of, have they had to lay off people? Or I haven't heard of any furloughs people? yet. I know in the in the report, they're like, we're, we're turning the thermostat up and turning down some of the lights we don't need. And it's like, okay, but $250,000 a month. Yeah, especially for a building that, I mean, I, I would assume right now is not really doing a ton of business. Not I to get say there's it, not work to do there. I'm sure no. there is. They have the money. That's why that fund was put aside for. But it's interesting to note. I just think it's something to watch that uh, now in the heat of this, you know, they are going to remove those. They, they're they still voting on it, but they'll be removing those restrictions. Uh, are they still doing, are they still on pace to get ready for the Steinman Center or the Steinman oh, Hall? Oh, girl, I don't know. You don't Who know? knows? And what does it matter, you know, if it's in this new normal yeah, I mean, well, but you can work on, I mean, I don't know if you can work on things or not while nobody's there. I mean, uh, if they're not having shows and not having stuff. I, can I you guess just, I haven't been down that way. I haven't seen if there's construction happening in a bit. I haven't either. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Lucky's Market has officially sold off those properties. We we had reported before how Aldi and Publix were interested in buying up some of their old grocery stores. Uh, the sales have gone through. And they now, what is it? Aldi is opening the Colonial Landing one. They're, they bought that. Oh, okay. I was just over there the other day. I rode, we rode our bikes over there, my wife and oh, I. Oh. Yeah. Big old you. bike ride. Huge <laughs> bike ride we went on. <laughs> just bragging all the time. Like 15 miles oh, at that, least. Wow. Yeah. That's why y'all look so good. I know. Sun-kissed. Uh, and then Publix is buying the one by Pine Lock in Soto. Okay. Yeah. Don't ask me about the, the Apopka one. It's not my beat. I don't know. It wasn't even built yet, so it's probably but, done. Who cares? Okay. Yeah. They were like in the process of building one out, 
And man, I got so many emails about that. What about the one in a popka? My answer is always like, I don't write about a popka. Yeah. Start your own bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> I got but enough. Pay to us. Do. Pay us a fee though. Uh, bunnies. How do you feel about bunnies? Uh, I'm pro bunny. You're I'd pro- say I'm pro bunny. Pro bunny in my food. <laughs> I want to eat some rabbit. I thought if you ever eaten rabbit. Oh yeah, I like it. You like it? Yeah, yeah. I feel kind of bad eating rabbit. I don't. No. No. I had a snare line. I used to trap bunnies. That sounds pretty mean. I also had a pet rabbit, so I didn't. Did it ever get caught in the snare line? No, no. I actually, there was a point, it just hated people. So we gave it to a farmer, and it, like, lived on the farm, eventually ran away with a wild bunny. Ooh. Yeah, it went off and lived in the woods. All right. Now we have hybrid, floppy-eared bunnies and wild hares doing their thing. So what about bunnies? Uh... Don't buy them for Easter. I feel like this is a, a repeating thing. Every year we say this. Yeah, they're generally like, just don't do it. But because of COVID-19, our local rabbit support network, like Orca, Orlando, I, don't, I can't say rabbit the whole thing. Rabbit Association. Rescue Association of Life. They, uh, See, we're big in the rabbit world, uh, you and I. They're already at capacity. Fias Guerra from Orlando Weekly. I, he has rabbits at his house. Because his wife, yep. uh, Gabby, is very involved with Orca, and so they foster rabbits. Their foster network is already full to the brim. Too many rabbits. Because people are uh, giving them up for, not Lent, but because of they can't afford them. And, rabbits uh, can't be that expensive, are they? I guess you have I mean, to go I know to a people specialist. Are in tough times right now. You need a yearly checkup. They live for ten years. Do you, they? You can't go to a normal vet. You have to go to a specialist. A vet. rabbit vet? Because rabbits are labeled as exotic species, so you have to go to a specialist. Oh, you can't just roll up to you know. Lake they are Yola pretty cute, though. Rabbits are pretty cute. I like when they wiggle their nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't be mad at them. I don't know. What, I wouldn't want one as a pet. Uh, I would never do it again. No. Plus, like. I'm a grown man, so I'd look a little weird <laughs> clutching a rabbit. <laughs> it's a very Florida thing to have a pet rabbit just yeah. going to the bar with you and stuff. <laughs> I did go to that pop-up bunny cafe and got in the pens with the bunnies, Yeah, and it was blissful. Okay. So, like, I'll make fun of them all day, but if you present a bunny to me, I'll, I will be very excited. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway... Don't get a buddy unless you can commit for 10 years. Yeah. Because everybody buys time. them for Easter for their kids. The kids don't want them. Uh-uh. And then you end up giving them up. And now there's nowhere for them to go. So don't take them or they're going to end up as dinner. Uh, Advent Health is opening a special donation hub because everybody wants to give them stuff. They've also started their own testing, I think. Yes. Yeah, I didn't. I I glanced at the headline on that one. Same. But they uh, they're starting their own testing, which is great because we need more of it. Um, we were getting a lot of calls when this started. They're like, "How do we? ER nurses aren't eating dinner. How do we get food to them?" And we got them like a number to somebody at ER. But now there's so so many people just showing up with like tacos and stuff. And that's interesting because we get that every now and then at the sheriff's uh-huh. office, and it's it like it's a great gesture. But then taking a bunch of tacos from a random stranger, we don't really... Do you throw them out? No. I mean, we'll put them out. Like, we've gotten cookies. Like, sometimes people will bring cookies. But, like, you know, I, 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 I'm going to give you some news here, Brendan. Not everybody <laughs> likes police officers. Oh. And so uh, to drop off a bunch of cookies, as well-intentioned as it is, like, a lot of officers might be like, I don't know about these because, like, I don't know what's in them. And yeah, I hear so, it. So, like, they might not eat them. So, like I, like I said, I know they get a lot of that. So it can be kind of like, all right, should we eat this or should we not? Should I stay or should yeah. I go? Yeah. <laughs> 
if you want to donate food and meals for care teams or care packages or financial donations, blankets, maybe, there is now a new website. You can just head on over to bungalore.com and type it into our search bar and you're good to go. So I had an idea, Brendan. This, Tell me. This, thing, this reminds me of an idea that I had, and I haven't heard of this. Maybe somebody here in Central Florida has done this, a, a business. Uh, have you ever heard of a business saying, okay, we know a lot of you folks are working from home right now. And we know you got to get lunch at some point. We're going to uh-huh. buy your lunch, but you got to go pick it up. So let's say like somewhere, I don't oh. know, pick a place. I, I don't care. Uh, any restaurant <laughs> in, in Orlando. <laughs> White Wolf Cafe. What was that? Black Rooster Taqueria. So Black Rooster. So uh-huh. some company says, look, we want to fe- feed you all of our employees. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're not all here at the building right now. Yeah. Uh, and we can't deliver it. It's just too much to deliver. But if you go to Black Rooster from noon to two and your meal is ready and it's on us, like I haven't heard of that, like a mass buying of, of food from a restaurant. Do it. <laughs> okay. Do it. I had right. somebody trying to pitch me uh, something like that. Like you, you can buy... Like you're buying food for for your groups or something, but you could also upscale it, and you're buying food for other people. Like a pay it forward thing. Yeah, kinda. And then they'll take care of it, and they'll give you like a list of people that you could pay it forward to yeah. to donate those meals uh, as a business. It would seem pretty cool. I don't know. I just think it might help businesses stay afloat, local businesses, and also people that are working from home. And they're like, all right. I mean, maybe you're encouraging. Yes, you are encouraging people to go out and get some food, but. You know, I'm sure they get tired of their tuna salad sandwiches and their <laughs> peanut butter and jellies every day for lunch. Are those the saddest sandwiches? No, I, lo- I eat tuna every day, actually. Yeah, you I, do? I, I do. I, I do. Like, I like tuna, but... I like tuna fish sandwiches. <laughs> uh-huh. I like PBJs, though. No, I do, too. Crunchy peanut butter. Yeah, what, kind of, what kind of jelly are you? Uh, I like a, like a preserve. Okay, what what Like what strawberry Strawberry. Yeah, I, I like, like strawberry that. too. Like chunky strawberry. That's in there. me too. I mean, I'll eat the the grape. Yeah, yeah. But I like the strawberry Scotty better. Always gets like Concord grapes. Yeah, stuff. it's just all high fructose corn yeah, syrup. I look at it. I'm like, how was that even jam? <laughs> I made my own jam the other day. I'm still eating that. It's got really? peach and loquats. Oh, well, I don't even know what a loquat is. Uh, they grow on the trees here. You never had them? You made it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I went out and picked them all in like the first week of quarantine. You did like the boiling of the yeah. jars and everything? Yeah. Oh, man. I oh, I didn't boil the jar. Oh. I just put it in a Tupperware. Oh, you didn't like preserve it? No, no. Ah. Uh. But there's pectin in it. Like, it'll be okay. All right. For a little while <laughs> till you get <laughs> salmonella and E. coli up on it together. <laughs> I haven't seen anything growing on it. <laughs> I think I'm okay. Uh, along the lines of what you were suggesting, that Orlando merch store has launched. Yes. So we talked it, about this last week a little bit. Yeah. It hadn't launched yet. Restaurants and local businesses have could submit a design to uh, Impress Inc., and that's a local designer print company. And then you can buy these shirts for 25 bucks, And at $10 of that shirt goes back to the people who designed it and submitted it. $2 goes to Second Harvest. And so it's full of really cool local restaurants that everybody loves. Uh, Bungalow is in there, too. We have a design. And it's a great way to, like, wear your heart on your sleeve and support local. I like it. Yeah. We okay on time? Yeah. Uh Dancers Royale, burnt down. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is a uh, gentleman's club. 
Gentleman, right? gentleman you, loosely. Gen- yeah. Well. It's a stripper dance. Bar, you know, over I was trying to be nice about it. <laughs> you want to be crude, Brendan. I, well, it's a crude thing to do. It's a, it's, a, it's a club on Colonial. Yeah. And the East Colonial initial report said uh, it was like the fire started in the kitchen. Yeah. But the owner has since reported on his Facebook page with footage, apparently, of somebody on like a ladder uh, saying it was arson. So he's claiming it's arson. The Orlando Fire Department saying it started in the kitchen. So who knows? I put both of them on there. Please stop DMing me. That it's arson. We really don't know it's arson. I'm going to go with OFD before I listen. Yeah, to I it. might go with the person whose job it is to investigate fires <laughs> before I start claiming things. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But that being said, super sad to see a local business. Burn. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I, I assume he would have insurance on the building, and yeah. hopefully they can rebuild. <laughs> Yeah, that's. Have you ever been to Dancers Royale? I haven't. And I, I haven't like either. I like stripper bars. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. I know Big Tim, our friend Big Tim, who's hosted this show. I know he has sold tacos outside. No, of, he hasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's not a euphemism for anything. He actually sold tacos outside of uh, Dancers Royale. Big Tim. Yeah, is a gem. He is. He has been local comedian. Big hair. Big boy, big hair. Uh-huh. And he's been doing the funniest Facebook Live <laughs> videos during this, like these past two uh-huh. or three weeks. Yeah, I think he was, I, I'm pretty sure he was laid off as well. From yeah, his, he was. Yeah, he, he sold garage doors. His landlord's like saying it's cool. Yeah, Don't he moved from it. Deland to Sanford. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's just been doing these Facebook Live videos with hair braidings and avocado masks. Like, I called him bro Derek. Uh, <laughs> I, I asked him if he was on spring break. <laughs> like, um, who that, that was the movie, right? Yeah, spring yeah. break. Oh, that was funny. Uh, how do you feel about greyhounds? Um, you know, I'm, I voted for the racing to end. You did? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't think they needed to race Greyhounds anymore. I figure that time has passed. Like running, though, right? They do. They do. But they can run. They don't have to race around a track to run. They can run outside, right? That's true. I guess. But like, now I they're. Like, like so, Husky's like pulling true. sleds, right? True. So, like, for me, I. I I don't see the difference, so maybe I need to be enlightened. I, don't I guess know. it's like the quality of care for them, and I know that maybe they're running so hard. There's a lot of injuries for greyhounds, like professional racing dogs. I, I I'm not an expert on the greyhound industry, but the Sanford we've known that it was supposed to close, right? <laughs> you just took your sunglasses. off? I just took off. my sunglasses off. I'm like, oh, it's not as dark as I it's thought. It's really dark. I wasn't going to say anything. I, I couldn't. I couldn't see the time on our on our recorder. And then I was like, oh, I've had my sunglasses on the whole time. <laughs> I thought you might have a black eye or something <laughs> from your wife because you're. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know, she's a strong woman. Yeah, she yeah. is. Uh, does it take no guff? So you, what was I talking about? Greyhounds. Greyhounds. So they. We They've knew, had to close early we, because. Yeah, on March COVID. 28th was the last run for the Sanford one. Um 89 years in business? Had you ever gone to the Greyhound races? No, I think I would have gone to the last one. I went once because I was bored one day. And? at the. Uh, I was working, and I was like, oh, I'm going to try to go find a story. And I ended up there. And, and this is my personal opinion. I thought it was kind of sad. Okay. It was just kind of run down. It's been there a long time. I don't think they had invested much in the no. the, 
the club over there in Sanford or not Sanford Longwood. Okay. And uh, I don't know, just wasn't my thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you voted to end it. No, I just yeah, and that's one reason. Well, they've been working with local Greyhound rescue yes. groups to rehome these dogs. Uh, and they'd be doing great. Our friend Jim Hobart, who's been on the show a few times, has worked with this group. I think it's called uh, Greyhounds in Motion. Greyhounds yeah, they just lay around all day. If they're not running. Yeah. Yeah, because they're getting lethargic. So they, you could volunteer, and they will cover your like gas dollars, and you can drive them to new homes in other states. This is what this group does. They are now having to rehome, I, I guess, Lots. I don't know the number yet. I've been trying to bug them for a number because I want to write about it. But since they had to close early, they have way more greyhounds now and have to rehome them all at once. So I don't even know how many tracks there are or were. In, I don't in know Florida. either. They're, I mean, I don't think there was a ton. But if you want to foster one, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're looking for foster for the Orange County Animal Rescue, the Pet Alliance. They're looking for people right now, aren't they? Uh, I heard. Pet Alliance, I, I'll have to look into it, but I heard that they were kind of at capacity All right. because the demand was so high during the during this. Like people are stuck at home, they want to rescue. That's, it. I mean, I I know they're always probably looking for fosters. Yeah, I mean, you might as well reach out. Fosters, and plus, petting dogs lowers your cholesterol it's and your true. blood pressure. It's true. So get in there. You have two dogs. I do. Yeah, and a cat. And a cat. <laughs> One of those what? three raises my blood pressure, and the other two. <laughs> Actually, two of them raised my <laughs> blood pressure, and <laughs> one of cat, them calmed me. Your cat and Cora. Um, <laughs> Do you hear about that transportation tax? No. Okay, so we were hoping to put in a penny sales tax, right? Oh, to raise yes. money. In the county. In the county. They've been wanting to do this for the last year, so they've been really sort of pushing it and telling me why it's important. <laughs> well, not any longer. Not it's any longer. put on the back burner. Because they need to use those funds for health and safety. That's Health and safety is going to be the name of the game for the rest of this year. I think it would be hard to, to, to vote on a, any sale or any tax increase right now. Yeah, I agree. And in November. I think people are just going to say, well, I'm not paying more money. I don't, I'm, I've lost my job. Why should I pay more money? Yeah, even if it's a penny. Yeah. What does that equal out to? Like, cause it's I don't know. Penny. I mean, like, I wonder, like, what are you really paying? It like, depends how much money you spend a year, I guess. Okay. And, and, you know, it's probably several hundred dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a month's trip to public. But we are below. I think we're below the other counties around us. I think Seminole and, and some of the other ones have higher sales tax than we do. How are we doing on time? Because we have a lot of topics. I got nothing. You got nothing? I got nothing. We got some events and things. If you're looking for something to stream, we have transitioned our calendar into an ETV guide. So I'm putting on fun webinars. Uh, like, there was a lot of transport, I don't know, urban. You did a cooking stuff. show this week. I did a cooking show where I learned how to cook chicken purloo. What is that, Brendan? It's like a they chicken actually- and rabbit? <laughs> Like bog rice, I think it's <laughs> bog rice. Bog chicken is, I think, is the, the real country name for it. So this is something that was an old timey recipe. Yeah, my friends over at the Orange County Regional History Center, since they can't have people into the history center, have been doing trying to figure out what to do online. And this is something that I pitched to them a while ago. Is like do a cooking show, and they're always like, yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, Brendan, yeah. we're listening. But the head curator, uh, Pam Schwartz, was like, yes, and she loves cooking. So she said, you and me 
We're going to zoom it. You could follow along. And so she updated it so we could do it with uh, Instant Pot. But it was an old recipe, and it's really good. What what made it an old recipe? Uh, <laughs> the, the use of fat. Uh-huh. Fat and starch, man. Things that will like keep it going. But it's an old, early pilgrim recipe. What was in it? Rice, chicken thighs. There is white bacon, which is basically like thick bacon. I got uh, pig cheeks. Pig cheeks? From Orlando Meats. Nice. Chopped it up. Yeah, it was good. I don't think I would do it with the grease, though, again, because it was, it was real greasy. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, you're working all day in the fields, and, you know, that it's high, hard. You got you to gotta have that energy. The high salt content and then that lard and fat, like, keeps it longer. Uh-huh. Like, it just lasts longer. Plus, there's no air conditioning, so. <laughs> but I can't I don't imagine. know why that would matter. It was rich. I can't imagine eating it. But we're, we were so into it, and it did so well. Uh, we'll be doing more, probably with History Center, but we're also looking at doing some cooking stuff with uh, local businesses and restaurants that are doing meal kits. So okay. look for that soon. We're still looking for a sponsor <coughs> for our behind-the-scenes uh, videos that we're doing with WCF, but we're going to be interviewing local arts organizations about how they're dealing with uh, this all It's been thing. tough. I know Orlando Ballet, they just canceled their whole season, I think today. Uh, yeah, their whole season. Whole season, done. Which is expensive for them. All, all of them. And I don't know how, like, how that's going to be in terms of, like, do you get your money back from the uh, the rental fees that you would have done at, like, the Dr. Phillips Center? Like, do you get any of that back, or are you just out all of that? I think they signed a contract, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's, that's a tough one. That's Because, like, be- all these organizations are going to be in the same boat here I mean, they're all hurting for money. They're all not doing shows. Actually, I think they had some, they had a hold back on some of that uh, stuff at Dr. Phillips because Steinmetz wasn't going to be ready on time. Yes. Even though they had gone through that whole contract uh, hullabaloo. So I, I think I think they're going to be okay. But, like, you know, who's donating right now? And who's, and they all got staff. I mean, they just because you have performers, which, you know, yeah. they're great, but you also have marketing people and executive directors. And, like, you know, How they. How many people are donating? We all are, like, big donors are kind of, like, putting on a freeze right now. Yeah, everybody you know? is. Mm-hmm. Not everybody. Who's spending money right now? Yeah. Hospitals. Well. <laughs> yeah, hospitals are spending. Uh,. I don't know who else. That's it's about hard, it. It's hard right to now. see. It's hard to see everybody in like in our in our circle with radio and journalists, and it's hard to see you know multimedia people. It's going to be tough. Uh, influencers that we work with are really trying to hustle right now for their restaurant clients, but the restaurant clients don't have much cash to pay them. No, right. So and that's a whole industry that's going to like. What are influencers going to do at the end of this? I don't know. Right. And travel bloggers and like I was trying to get more into that, right? Travel writing and and we had some really good gigs lined up. All of them have been canceled. I can't imagine what these people are going to have to do. We will see. The new normal. Brendan, it's good seeing you. Nice seeing you too, John. From a social distance. From a social distance. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week.